Hey, this is Larry, Acts 29 today. Welcome to uh, this edition, and we'll be spending the next few minutes with you, uh, continuing on with uh, my testimony, and keep you up to date on a few other little things going on. <coughs> so... Anyway, glad to have you here. Welcome, and uh, we'll get a little farther into this today. This is uh, this is a very important episode today because this is where my where my mother really found <clears throat> uh, the key that helped her so much, and and really transformed her life and everybody's around her so this is a this is a key episode here there's some stuff in here that will definitely encourage you and build up your faith so uh We'll get to it. Where I left you last time, uh, she was uh, had been in that accident and she was recovering outside on the bed we had put outside for in the in the summertime, and she was just reading the Word every day, all day, and praying in the Spirit a lot. So. What happened was, you know, the Bible is like a field of treasures. And if you read it long enough, you will discover great treasures there. It's great wealth. It's true wealth. True riches are in his word. And so she was reading along one day, and... Uh, she was in the book of Acts, and she was in uh, chapter 16, and she was reading there about Paul and Silas. They were, they'd been uh, beat up with rods by the Jews, and uh, they were cast into the prison, into the inner prison. And so it says uh, in verse 25, 16-25, But about midnight, as Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them, there was a great earthquake, and the prison was shaken, the doors opened, everyone's chains fell off. The jailer 
startled out of his sleep, saw that the prison doors were open and drew his sword and was going to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. And Paul said, don't harm yourself, we're all here. Then the jailer called for the lights, rushed in, fell down before Paul and Silas. He brought them out of the dungeon and said, men, what is it necessarily for me to do that I might be saved? So this event had a huge impact on this guy. But verse 31 is the verse that turned her life around and every and her whole families. And they answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Give yourself up to him. Take yourself out of your own keeping and entrust yourself into his keeping. And you will be saved. And this applies both to you and your household as well. And when she read that verse that day, when she read that not only would she be saved, but her household as well, this exploded in her spirit. Now the word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So, you know, it's not just hearing somebody talk about the word. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So it's what you're hearing the word say. And what that is, is that's the Holy Spirit. He turns this word into a rhema. Rhema means the revealed word. So it goes from written word to a revelation. Revelation is when it goes from your head to your heart and you actually get it to the point of action. This is where the word becomes real and you go, wow, that's it. That's my answer, that's, or that's me, or this is for me. The Holy Spirit brought life to that word that day and planted it in her heart and said, not only is salvation for you, but it's for your whole household as well. And she, she grabbed onto that and she said, wow, this is, this is the promise. You know, this is what I, this is what I need. This is a part of the foundation that is going to put her over. No matter what storms come, no matter what test comes, she has this, this word. She also had discovered another word, and that was in Mark 11, 23 and 24. It says, Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown in the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. Verse 24, For this reason I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you, and you will get it. And she saw the revelation there that whatever she asked for in prayer, she needed to believe that it is granted to her. That is, 
it's it's now it's present tense so it means she already has it has possession of it by faith faith is believing what you can't see and then it says future tense and you will get it in the future but when do you get it in the spirit you get it when you ask for it in prayer and believe you receive it you believe you receive it now when you pray and then you will have it well she had been praying for years and years you know and trying and trying and you know she'd been praying every day you know oh god save my family save my family you know every day every day well what she discovered is that she no longer needed to pray every day for her family because if she prayed in faith, believing that she received it, then she already has it. And if you have already have it, then you don't have to keep asking for it day after day after day. And so armed with these two revelations from the word, these two promises, she prayed one last time. Father, I'm asking you to save my whole household, everyone in my family, my husband Jack, my two sons, Dan and Larry. <clears throat> and I believe that I receive them into the kingdom, saved, filled with the Spirit, and living their lives for you. I believe that you've granted that to me. I receive it right now by faith, and I believe that it is done. It is mine, and I will see it in this physical world in the future. And so then, instead of praying every day, <clears throat> now, she began to thank God every day. So every day, Father, I thank you that my family's saved. I thank you they're born again. I thank you they're filled with spirit. Thank you they're serving you. And that was her confession of faith. Because it says, whatever you say, if you believe that, you will receive it. You will have it. And she already received it when she prayed. So now she just ends up thanking God for it every day and that was the turning point in her life that's where she entered into the rest of god god did all his work in six days and then he rested and we are to enter into his rest his rest is that completed work he completed, all the work was completed. Jesus completed all the work. So we need to enter into that work that was, that was already completed, and that is the rest that we rest in. We rest in his finished work. So from that day on, she began to rest in that finished work 
of her family's salvation. It was a done deal. And now she was at rest. She was just thanking God, you know, every day for that. And even while at this present time, there wasn't anything that had changed on the outside in the circumstances surrounding her, everything was still the same. <clears throat> she was still recovering from this accident. Her husband, you know, was still the same. Her two boys were still the same. Nothing, nothing had changed in the physical world. But everything had changed in the spiritual world. And it changed for her. And in her. And through her. Everything changed. And so now, this effect showed up in her life in the natural. There was no more uh, struggle. There was no more trying to get her family saved. You know, she wasn't doing crazy stuff. Uh, you know, I used to come in at the house sometimes and she'd be playing a cassette tape about the end of the world, you know, and have it wide open. So when I walked in the door, I'd hear about the animals gathering for the feast at the Valley of Armageddon, you know, throwing tracks in the car, uh, playing Catherine Coleman on Sunday mornings wide open, you know, so I could hear it upstairs in my bedroom. You know, all that stuff would stop. And she, she would begin to love us with that unconditional love of the Father and, you know, that that became very noticeable. You know, I mean, she she changed. She became a completely different person. But, you know, before I <clears throat> get into that part of it, you know, this this was still back in, in, in those days when she first had this revelation and she stepped into it. And she believed she received us into the kingdom. And, and this is a monumental truth and revelation for people who are believing God for their families, for their households. God's will is that everyone would be saved and that none would perish. That's, that's his, that was his plan. But not everyone accepts the plan. You know, not everybody uh, receives that plan and accepts it. Many people rebel against it and they don't want anything to do with it. But nevertheless, if my mom had not got to this place of believing and receiving us into the kingdom, and using that faith, then, you know, the Holy Spirit would have been very limited at working in our lives. You know, basically, she was doing the work. And on this day, when she prayed the last prayer that time, she got out of the way, and now the Holy Spirit could go to work, and he had a direct 
shot at every one of us because my mother was no longer in the way. She was actually in between me and the Holy Spirit was my mother. And that's, that's where the problem was. She was the problem because the Holy Spirit couldn't get to me on a direct shot because my mother was in between us and she was trying to do the work of the Holy Spirit, which wasn't working at all. And she had 10 years of failures to prove it. So now on this day, she effectively stepped out of the way, stepped into the rest, and allowed the Holy Spirit now to move up and begin to deal directly in all three of our lives, the whole her whole household. So this is a very, very, very key thing right here, you know, and, and I, I don't want to just skip over this and move on quickly because this is the, the whole point here of what happened in, in this whole testimony. This was the thing that turned everything around. And I've spoken to many, many, many different meetings and to many different families and people about this. You know, they're they're believing, for, they're trying to believe for their families. They have lost loved ones and family members. You know, and I tell them all this and you know that you don't, you know, quit praying, you know. Receive, receive it. And then you don't have to keep praying every day, every day, every day. Because really, when we keep praying after we should have received it by faith, we're just praying in unbelief. Because what it proves is we didn't believe that he gave it to us the last time we prayed. And so we didn't believe it, so now we're praying again. So we just keep praying over and over in unbelief and wonder why nothing happens. When we pray for things that we know is God's will, we can pray this way. We can receive that by faith. Now, some things I don't know if it's God's will. I don't know if it's God's will if I should go to this city or this city or that meeting or that meeting. So I ask and seek and knock in that situation until I get some answer. But if I already know that it's God's will, and his will is his word. So if it's in his word, it's his will. That's what a will is. It's, it's words. You write out a will. It's a bunch of words that tells what you want to happen. Well, this is God's will. He's telling us what he wants to happen and how he wants it to happen. So this is monumental. And, 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 it's, and it's not easy, and I know people try it, and then they, they, they get worn out, you know, and they give up after a while, and that's where praying in the Spirit comes in. Because when you pray in the Spirit, tongues for edification, it's one of the four diversities of tongues, tongues for edification, the revelation gift. Edification means to build up. As you pray in the Spirit, you're building up your spirit man on the inside of you. You're building a building on the inside of you, a spiritual structure. 
that rises higher and higher and higher like an edifice, like a building. And it rises up above the flesh. It rises up above the doubts, the fears, the unbeliefs. And takes you into a spiritual realm where you are victorious and maintaining your faith for your family and for these loved ones. So I hope this has sparked something in you and has helped you in some way. Um, I'll be going deeper into some of this stuff in, in other episodes. Next, um, next Monday, I have to go to Hanoi, Vietnam uh, for a visa thing. And so I hopefully I'll be able to uh, record the uh, the session before I leave uh, for Vietnam. And then when I get back, I have a I have a surgery scheduled for Saturday the 27th, so I'm not sure if I'll still be in the hospital on that following Monday. So I might that episode might be a little bit late. I'd appreciate your prayers then. And also, there's a lot of good information on my blog at www.axe29today.com. So you can uh, you can find. Okay, thank you for tuning in today. God bless. And I will see you on the next edition of Acts 29 Today. Bye-bye.